Yes. Shalom, brothers and sisters in Christ. We're so um, we give God um, thanks to God because God has allowed us to return to Sydney, and this time it is because God has blessed us with the fourth grandchild from Marcus and May. So I'm not only the father of Marcus, but also the father-in-law of May and also the granddad of Olivia. Praise God. And this is my fourth grandchild. There's a, ch a small child. Um, how old are you? Oh, five, six, seven. Oh, sorry, after, what's after nine? Nine is 10, what's after 10? Ten after ten is checked, and then after um, after Jack is queen, and after queen is king. And who taught you? Oh, it's um, Mrs. Mary. You know, sometimes um, little kids they are when we ask, you know, invite them to understand each other. But we believe that we will educate our kids because soon. There'll be time where um, competition is getting harder, and if we're not preparing our kids and our grandchildren, then they'll be left um, behind. So that's why we ha need to ask wisdom from God and blessings from God so that we can um, educate them and care for them really well so then they can always being uh, oh so then they can be competitive with other people let us all give thanks to God to give the best for our family for our friends so then God's name can be glorified brothers and sisters in Christ today is Mother's Day we should give thanks to God because God has given such a beautiful and special day we are all in God. It doesn't matter whether it's male or female, kids or um, parents. In God, we have been given such pri um, privilege. That is, that th um, on the days where we can feel the joy, God is actually asking us to work really hard. If I can. Um, Express it simply, if better is possible, good is not enough. Good is actually not, um, never enough. God has given us to um, the best. That's why we need to always to give thanks to God. We need. Um, we can open up in the book of Exodus, chapter thirty-eight. This is what God really wants to speak to, specifically to the mothers and the females, and also to all of us, because basically, God's church is um, is the bride of 
Jesus Christ, those who have been prepared to be God's bride. That's why let us have a look at Exodus 38, verse 8. The Bible says, He made the laver of bronze and its base of bronze. From the bronze mirrors of the serving woman who assembled at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this pa um, passage depicts what Moses has done um, according to God's command is to prepare a tabernacle. So then as they walk from Egypt to the um, to the promised land, it takes 40 Um, 40 years, and it's such a long period to um, to go through. That's why so then they don't um, lose contact with God. So God is asking Moses to prepare a a tabernacle, and that's that's where God said, "Prepare this, so then I can." be there among you, among my people, the Israelites, so then throughout the journey, I am with them. I will guide them with my strong hand. You know, brothers and sisters in Christ, we know the history of Israelites um, exiting um, Egypt. They left Egypt as um, slaves who have been um, slaved by the Egyptians for years and years. So they have lost their own, um, their own like um, integrity and they left Egypt with fear. Can they move on and whatnot? You know, sometimes in our life, we always worry about how can we face our problems in the future. But brothers and sisters in Christ, if God is with us, then nothing is ever going to hinder us. That's why, brothers and sisters, God said, make that tabernacle so then I can be there and I can speak to all the Israelites. Brothers and sisters in Christ, and then they started to um, exit Egypt after, after making a, a golden calf. It was made because they have the longing so then someone is leading us. Moses has left to the top of the Mount of Sinai. No one is leading them, but they all decided to build a golden calf. Brothers and sisters in Christ, um, God has punished them and although, um, although they um, They have already wanted to move to their own way. God is punishing them, but God is still calling Moses and said, "Get gather all the Israelites and get them. Um, ask them to bring me offerings, whatever they have in their pockets, in their bags, or whatnot. Bring them all to me." Brothers and sisters in Christ, at that time they don't have any money. At that time they only started to um, walk from Egypt and they prepared themselves because they know 
that God's presence is really um, longed for. That's why and they all came with their offerings. If we have a look in the um, next few chapters and verses, all the requirement of that tabernacles is not on, um, is only from gold. In the Bible says that they need 29 talents of gold. If you have a look at the dictionary at the back of our um, at the back of our Bible, one talent is equivalent to 30 um, 36 kilograms. So you can imagine. I know in Australia, you know, one gram of gold. If we count it right now, you can imagine the cost. This is an offering. Who, who would give an offering of 986 um, kilos of gold? You know, those who brought their offerings are those who initially work, uh, you know, who normally work in the middle of months and with such dirty hands. Those who are bricklayers, they, they make bricks stuff like that but as they exit Egypt they have been blessed by God they ha their heart has been moved to give but as a matter of fact those things are not used the gold that they receive from the Egyptians they were never used because every day God has um, given them manna, the bread that comes from heaven. That's never late at all. There's always food. There's always something that's been provided as the best to them. So the gold that they um, that they were given for their um, for their pocket money kind of thing, but they never used. And then among them, there are some who have already started to make jewelries out of them, especially the mothers. You know, they um, obviously wear um, clothing normal, but they need um, to wear earrings or whatnot. But I believe that all the other ones, they have, they're just too heavy. So you know what they do? They they put some on their nose, on the top of their eyebrows or whatnot because the goals are just too heavy to carry. But one day, God has commanded Moses to come to God's, um, to the tabernacle to bring all the offerings, and they have gathered 980 kilos of gold for the requirement to build the tabernacle. This is such a great offering that has been given, not given by other um, by the rich ones or whatnot, but it is actually came from those workers, those laborers, those who do not have a future probably in the past, but they have something that is so great. Brothers and sisters in Christ, actually God always look at the sincereness of our hearts. There's a story, you probably have heard it before, 
there's a king who have a child, a daughter who is so pretty. I can tell you that the word pretty is not in the. It's so pretty. She's still young. She's about 170 centimeters high. She has long hair. She has fair skin. And this king, he's looking for a um, an in-law, but he doesn't want to just pick one. But he wants to find an in-law that is just like him. He, the king said, "I'm known as a brave king, so I want to also find." A brave in-law so he has announced um, I am looking for a brave in-law all the young you know all the single bachelor uh, men they're all um, they're all welcome to come so you have this the same um, the same chance of winning the daughter the only way of winning is to fight so all the young men they all came and they want to participate in the competition because who would want to have a, um, a wife of the daughter of the king you know nowadays if it's a normal person just um, average person carrying um, you know driving a scooter the king would have just you know driven a helicopter or something so yeah so they're all lining up and all that on one corner yeah they're all there ready so you go through the water for 20 meters and who gets to the end finish then um, the first to come to the end finish they'll um they're the winner you know in that pool 20 by 10 meters pool um, it's full of um, crocodiles, alligators, and a lot of people said, "Oh, nah, sorry, so um, sorry, mate. They they're all scared. They didn't, you know, they might get killed and stuff." But but there was one young man who who whose body is probably not um probably his ribs. You can um, you can count it by hands, kind of thing. So he is so skinny, and so he was so brave enough that he jumped to the pool and and swam as fast as he can t to go to the um, to the finishing line. And then he um, he called this um, young man. Oh, hang on a second. I need to um, to talk to them. So he this young man carried all the way to the end um, to um, to the beginning line. You know, he 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 said, "Oh, <laughs> he goes, oh, I want to look for someone who actually pushed me before, because initially he was so scared, but someone actually pushed him to fall into the water. See, someone who initially was so um scared, and he just fell by accident." See, with this illustration, there are so many people who wants to follow God, but they had to do it. And God doesn't want that. God wants someone who is sincere. That it's just like that king who is looking for a sincere, brave um, in-law. 
God needs to find some people who really, really um, is focused on following God. But then it doesn't stop with um, with gold. <laughs> I apologize. I have to fill my petrol, my fuel. God doesn't stop with gold. Actually, the verse that we read is um, let's uh, um, make the layer of bronze and base of bronze. See, in that place, there is no, they don't have bronzes. There is no one who trade bronze, but they all comes from the Israelites who brought their, um, you know, their equipments from um, out of Egypt. They all have to carry them to the tabernacle. So initially, it starts with gold. Obviously, gold um, is more expensive, right? But now it's only bronze. Do you think it's easy to gather them? No, it's not as easy as as it seems because it's just like us. My experience is when I started to work, for me to give um, tithe is very hard because my earning is just right. We bought a house, when we bought it, when we bought a car. No, it's not like that. It's just enough. There's no more. If we give 10% to, um, to God, then what are we going to eat? And then, what? you know what? When we're in need, then it is harder to give when we, you know, compared to when we have some. If we have 500,000, um, rupiah to um, and then give 10,000 rupiah to God at least we still have 490,000 rupiah but if we only have a thousand and we have to give a thousand then it is hard let's all give thanks to God for all the women do you know why? because they all brought the offerings that God has asked for because all the base and layers and mirrors they all need to be used so then people who want to come to enter the tabernacle they all have to wash their whole body hands and feet with that um, with that base because it's going to be filled um, with water so then they can wash themselves and you know um clean themselves and and enter the tabernacle to see God. This is such a great um, offering that is not easy to be done. Why? Because it is said that the bronze has to be gathered around and to gather that material, there's no other. Bronze only comes from the mirrors. You know, those handheld mirrors where all the women at that time, they all um, asking their husband to, to, to clean the, um, the bronze so that it can become a mirror for them. 
for someone who, um, for women who cannot see themselves in the mirror obviously there is you know something wrong with their makeup or whatnot which will eventually embarrass them so this mirror is such a vital equipment for um, women at that time if they don't look them, look at themselves in the mirror then they'll be um, ridiculed by others so this mirror is such you know an equipment that they said they can't um, lose kind of thing it's such an important thing for them it, to them it is so expensive although the value is not that expensive and they all have to give that to God it is such a great um, sacrifice that they have to do they all have to carry all that bronze the bronze that was used as the mirror has to be um, has to be processed it is not as easy but this is um, this is what sacrificing in the um, in its own word it means Colossus. It is something that is not um, that is not recognized by themselves. They have taken um, the their face like a servant, so then they can communicate to us. So then he can share to us what he wants. So then we can all be safe. So probably the simplest illustration is like, for example, on the, on top of this table there are so many um, ants walking all the way from top to the bottom, and then there is a um, there is a lizard, and you know that um, lizard every time the ants comes down, the lizards start to eat the um, the ants, and until how many um however many ants until it just disappeared kind of thing and as i looked at it ah oh, the all the ants are almost getting eaten and i thought oh how how do i save them i can't speak to the ants with my own language but there is a way if i really can change myself to become an ant then I can, you know, me who is valuable, I can transform myself to become ant. That is, that may seem um, worthless. That is what God has done. So Christ has came to this world in Philippians chapter two, verse verse seven says. But made himself of no reputation, taking in the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. So you can imagine, for my, for me to become like those ants, I have to remove my reputation. It is such a great sacrifice, right? It is not because he had to do it. 
not like the um, the young man who was pushed to fall into the water, but it was done by God because He loves us. He loves the human. He has came to earth as man to explain of His um, purpose because He loves us. Such great sacrifices that God has given to us. His death on the cross is the guarantee of our salvation. As long as we read in the Bible, there are so I have faced so many people who are um, quite um, old in age and in everything. They're all afraid of things, and I said to them, "No, don't be afraid. As long as you believe, God has prepared such eternal salvation." Especially us who already who already follow God for so long. In the book of Luke, it says that when we are up there, um, when we leave this um, this world, and when we are up there in the um, in the court of justice. There's so many people who ask, "Oh, after I die, where do I go? What does God want to ask me? What's God kind of blame me for?" Sometimes we may feel that way, but we need to be sure that God only gonna ask two questions. That is, do you know? Christ has came as man. If you know, then the second question: Are you faithful to Him? Are you? Do you love Him? The second question is that: If you have loved Him, have you loved your neighbors too? That is the the biggest commandment: to love your God with all your hearts and mind and soul, and also love your neighbors as you love yourself. Brothers and sisters in Christ. Let us have a look at what God has um, done for all of us. That's why in the book of Luke, when we came, He said that I will ask you to eat in the same table as me. God never wants to um, ask us and started to inter interrogate us of what we have done in the past. No. Do you think that he's gonna take us all, all the way around to have a look at what the hell, um, what hell is like? Nah, he, the Bible says that he will ask us and offer us to sit with, um, with him at the dining table. This is such a great um, grace from God when, when he has paid all those um, sinners from the death. And Christ has to have, has to become the focus of our life. So many people thought that, oh, if after I die, I want to go up to heaven. No, no, it doesn't work that way. What God wants is that, so that He is with us. We are with Him, because heaven without Je um, Jesus Christ is not heaven. Heaven without Christ is nothing. God can create all other heavens, but Christ is the only one. There is no other. That's why He has already asked everyone. 
to believe in God um, solely, love God with all your heart, and serve Him with all your heart, and have such close relationship with Him with all your heart, sincerely. That's why if we know this key, this key secret, there's no other way. There's no other way that can replace Him because He's the only one who is our strength and He's the only one who is the focus of our life. That's why, brothers and sisters in Christ, um, I'm going to conclude this, um, this sermon with a song. And may with this song we are able to apply it in our hearts. This song says, with all my heart, with all my soul. Hallelujah.